Yeah, welcome back to the Mark Mosey Show. Broadcasting live, that's right, here at the Daytona International Speedway, sponsored by McDonald's. And right now we got the GM of Front Row Motorsports, Jerry Freeze, on with us. How you doing today, buddy? Uh, doing really good. We had a good night here last night, so I was excited to get back today and got another big night in the store. So uh, hopefully we'll have a, a good performance tonight with our cars. All right, I'll put you on the spot. Why was it a good night last night for you guys? Well, uh, so we've got one car, 34 car with Michael McDowell. We qualified second last night. Um, best we've ever done here by far. And so that was a real good achievement for our team. And um, and our other car, Todd Gilliland, qualified 11th. So to have two cars, second and 11th, really proud of that out of 40 cars here. So 42 cars. So that was a, a good achievement for our team. How excited are you for the new season? Real excited. You know, we've got a, a new Ford Mustang that we're debuting out here this weekend. They call it the Dark Horse Mustang and um, showed really fast last night. The Fords were awesome in qualifying and hopefully in the race they'll be just as strong. What's so awesome about this new Mustang? <laughs> well, uh, hopefully, and we saw it last night, it's a little bit better aerodynamic package for our, our teams. Um, you know, we felt like our package last year, we were we were good on the speedway places like Daytona and Talladega, maybe not so good at the mile-and-a-half tracks. Like, we race that a lot, and so it's supposed to be a much-improved car for the mile-and-a-half tracks. So that our first race on the mile-and-a-half track will be at Las Vegas in two weeks. So it'll, it'll really that'll be the real indicator, are we going in the right direction, and I'm, I'm confident we are. I played my conversation earlier this hour with Michael McDowell. He's been coming on this show for years, and I always appreciate him doing that. He's a Daytona 500 winner. Yep. What does that mean to Front Row Motorsports when you get to say that now? You know, it. I mean, A, you walk in here and you feel really confident because you know he can do it. And us as a team, we can do it. So, um, you know, uh, but for us, I think winning that race, it, it really just kind of validated our company as one that can win races. You know, I don't know people that really pay attention to front row necessarily thought of front row as a as a winning organization and we've been fortunate to win four cup races we won seven in the truck series so you know we've continued to add to those laurels we won last year at indianapolis so you know i I think but winning daytona i mean nothing beats that so when we won that one it really legitimized us as a as a winning organization we started the show at three o'clock with frank the track president kelleher he does a great job and he told us the story where no one was really here to celebrate yeah. when he won. So what did they do? They they reenacted it. Re-enacted like, what it. what happened exactly? Yeah. So uh, so that was good. I, that was really cool. And I think it was the whole tracks idea. So you know it was coming out of still kind of the midst of yeah. COVID in 21. And so they had some real restrictions on who could be in the garage area. So family members weren't weren't allowed. Guys like me weren't allowed. It was just really the drivers and the mechanics on the cars. So. Um, so that's the melancholy part of winning that race. It's for me. I've been 26 years coming down here and missed one race, and it was the one our team won. So, uh, so <laughs> same way for you know probably a bigger thing for Michael's family, and and he's got a big family with five kids, and so they didn't get to celebrate with him. And and being there at Indianapolis last year, that was the most special part of that was seeing him celebrate with his family right there in Victory Lane. So they missed that opportunity a couple of years ago and for the track and frank to think of that idea to and and they they thought about it after they saw him at indianapolis a few weeks before and said hey yeah. man this guy's a real family guy and he missed out on that opportunity two years ago let's let's give it to him now and and so it was really cool that they did that all right let's go over a, a very basic question but i want to ask you this for our listeners what does a general manager do for a race <laughs> team <laughs> i like to describe it as it's a great title for a guy like me because I'm no expert at anything, 
mm-hmm. but I generally know a lot about everything. So I like that. I can kind of keep my hand involved in everything that's going on from the competition side, the logistics side, the marketing side, whatever it is, and 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 kind of keep the ball rolling. Let's say, um, but we've got experts in all those areas that I'll rely on to, you know, make the deal or set up the car or get the right HVAC system in the shop or whatever it is. So, um, uh, so I, to me, it's it's really just kind of keeping it moving and going. I'd say the financial part is probably the biggest part that I'm responsible for is just managing the money. And at the end of the day, I'm responsible for that. So I, I take it to heart like it's my money and, and um, not try to go past our means and, and, uh, and still have the best product on the racetrack we can put out there. Is it go time for you now? 100%. Within... 100%, 100% yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Did you get some vacation time at least in yeah, the holidays? You, you know, what's tough is like a guy like me or anybody on the business side of NASCAR your busiest time is like the fall through the winter and then when you get here you know everything's set you know you got all the you got your deals in place you got your your whether your graphic schemes on the cars you got your people hired you you know the contracts done all that stuff and now it's you just got to go execute and so i'm not necessarily that guy that's executing on sunday but you know i'm i'm trying to support them and give them what they need to get the job done so if anything, I, I think my job slows down a little bit this time of year and then starts ramping up kind of summer through the fall and the winter. So, um, uh, But, you know, you show up here, you can't help but feel like it's go time. All right, Jerry, you said you've been in this sport for a long time. What was the first job you had? Yeah, so the first job I had uh, was basically a travel coordinator. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 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 you know, just trying to figure out how to – the team I was with, we had three different airplanes and uh, – four different teams and just crisscrossing the country everywhere and it was just trying to make sense of how we were doing it and and try to create some efficiency so um i kind of grew up my dad was in racing and and uh so i I had a really good understanding of the whole sport but that was just the opportunity that came along and i was able to come in there and i guess do a good job and evolve from there what's your advice then for the next generation or maybe even the, the you know if you went back in time and talked to yourself at 18 years old yeah what advice would you give someone to try to get to the level that you've gotten to yeah i'd, I'd say the the biggest thing you know if if you can have some relatable background number one whether it's marketing or mm. whether me I, I was in business management um or if you're a car mechanic or you know even if like i use hvac you know if you're a, a sheet metal technician and you're you're proficient with making taking a raw piece of sheet metal and making a part out of it whether it's a air conditioning duct or, or whatever mm. you can apply that to a race car to make parts for a race car so you know I, I think having that background that skill you can bring to the table and then the biggest thing is you just got to be in charlotte because it's all about timing and people that send in resumes that live in illinois or wisconsin or whatever teams are, are not yeah, it might look good but golly the guy's halfway across the country so yeah. if, if you really if you really desire that opportunity you just got to take the plunge leap of faith and move to charlotte and knock on doors and hand out resumes and you'll find that opportunity that timing when that guy just quit and well this guy hadn't worked in race sometimes that looks better that the guy hadn't been in racing you know mm-hmm. now we can train him our way to do it he's got the skill sets and let's give that guy a shot at doing it. Seems like a good guy. So, you know, if you're there in in person and and have that personal connection, that's the best way to do it. And but being halfway across the country, it just doesn't work out. That's a great answer. It really <laughs> is. Do you love it as much as you used to as a kid? I do. I do. I really do. You know, it's it's a uh, it, it's a uh, you know it, it can be a grind. You know, yeah. and I'll probably I, I've told a few people. You show up here, man. You're so excited. And you're ready to go. 
then you go to the second race and you think, oh, man, there's 35 of these to go. So uh, it kind of hits you the second race of the year, but um, how long the season is. But I, I, I always love being here on race day and feeling all the energy of what's going on and all the, the extended guests and family and friends of the race team and, and then going out there and, and just trying to do our job in the race and bring home the best finish we can. I ask this to everyone, Jerry, you're up next. What does Daytona Speedway mean to you then? Yeah, it means it means a lot to me. You know, it's a it's just a I don't know that I got a great story for it other than, you know, it's it's our Super Bowl race, as they call it. And um, just no no other race just feels the same as this one does. So, you know, I, I felt like my whole life I always wanted to be a part of a team. It meant more to me to win a Daytona 500 than a championship of some kind or any other track or race. And, and I don't have any great connection to Daytona other than I was a kid coming here and sitting in the grandstands with my dad a long time ago. But That's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. cool, man. Yeah, so, um, but, uh, you know, I, I just think it's just the, our Super Bowl race and you want to win it. And I hate the fact that we did win it one time and I wasn't here. And, and so I really want us to win it again. And, and I feel like we got two cars that can definitely get it done. We're trying to get a third car in tonight, and hopefully we can do that and have three three good shots at it. Um. I don't know if we can do this, but uh, I'd love to take a photo with my engineer, John Nye. We want to take it with uh, Michael McDowell, 34, if we can make that happen. Well, I can make it happen with the car. I don't know where Michael's at right now. So uh, if he's over there, we will make it happen. But uh, I don't know. He's got five kids, so he stays pretty busy wow. when he's not driving the race car. Does he sleep two hours a night? What happens? Yeah, he's he's a Superman for sure. So Do you sleep okay the night before the Daytona 500? I do, you know, just because, you know, I'm just coming around and shaking hands and talking to people on Sunday, you know. So, uh, you know, the race starts. I just got a radio on listening like anybody else. And, and um, so I don't have a job necessarily. So I, I don't feel the pressure. Oh, so you're much. a big, come on. You do a lot here. Where's the trophy for the 500? It's uh, our car owner's got it in his office. Um, he's got a little trophy room. And actually, I'm going to get up there and see it because, Every time we win a race, we got to go buy him a trophy because the driver usually gets the race winning trophy. So we got to buy another one for Bob, and uh, and we're starting to win them pretty regular now. So I, I said, "How big is this room?" You know, and he said, "Don't worry about it. Just keep on sending them." So that's right. Uh, so that is really cool. Uh, Jerry Freeze, he is the general manager of Front Row Motorsports. Thank you so much for stopping by, man, and good luck on 2024. Thank you, Mark.